welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone. That is the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Saturdays up to March 11, you'll find us on KKLA radio dial 99.5 or or kkla.com we believe the bible is the word of god therefore we are faithful we're bold we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of god there is no plan b there's only a plan a and that is god's plan Again, I want to thank you for joining the online service of the Cornerstone of Grace. If you're looking for a church home, growth ministry, I want to invite you to, uh, to join us, to grow with us, and to be blessed with us. Let's go before the Lord with a word of prayer, and then we're going to go into the word of God this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for this opportunity that you have given to exhort your word. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would bless those that are listening near and far. Lord God, that you would bless your people, Lord. Bless those that are faithful. Bless those that are obedient. Bless those, Lord God, that are backslidden. Stir their minds up. Stir their hearts up, Lord God that they should seek you while you can be found. Lord, we know this life is temporary. Lord Jesus, that all things exist forever on the other side. Lord Jesus, help us to live according to your will. Help us, Lord God, to acknowledge, Lord, this fact. Lord Jesus, that we are pilgrims passing through and that we're headed for a land that is eternal. Lord Jesus, some to eternal con contempt, others to rewards and blessings according to your word. Lord, we wanna be found in your word. You've made, a, you've told us that if we, if we obey your statutes, if we keep them, then we'll live in them. Lord God, so we want to live in your word. We want to apply your word daily in our lives. Lord Jesus, when we feel good, when we don't feel good, when, when we're dealing with challenges, your wisdom and your knowledge and your understanding help us to have the victory. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you remember, Lord God, those that have given, we want to thank you, Lord, for offerings that have been received for the growth, for the work of the ministry. Lord God, those that are purchasing uh, the books that have been written for the support of ministry, I ask that you would bless them, bless them as they read them, Lord God, or listen to them, Lord Jesus, that you would strengthen your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there's any sick among us, if there's any, Lord God, that are listening, 
that are bedridden, Lord Jesus, or, or can't come because of certain situations. I ask that you would bless them, Lord Jesus, for their faithfulness. Lord God, touch those that have uh, prayed and asked for blessings and then took the blessings and did not return. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Certainly, we thank and praise God for his goodness uh, and his grace on this 26th day of February, 2023. God has been good to all of us in spite of whatever you think you're dealing with, whatever you are dealing with, whatever the reality. I've learned that when we're dealing with things that what happens in our mind is our reality in that moment until we come to the realization of something different. Certainly we thank and praise God because he is sovereign. He is God and there's no one else like him. You have to know how to serve him. And the best way to do that is to get into his word. He's given us his word. It's not about us having a concept of our own and making up ideals and formulating thoughts that says it's okay. But the word of God is written in his word, what he wants. And so we must read his word, listen to his word, meditate on his word so that we can be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its season. So our leaves don't wither, become like the chaff that the wind drive away, but that we prosper in the thing that God has called us to prosper in. And that is our soul salvation and being a living epistle so that others can see that he says that he is real. Can you testify this morning that God is real? You know, there, there used to be a song years ago, Jesus is real, so real to me. You know, and 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 so we're gonna we're gonna go on into the word of God. I want to direct your attention, open your Bibles up to Hebrews, the fourth chapter. I'm gonna start there. And I have a few scriptures that I'm going to be reading from. But beginning here in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, it says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Now I need you to listen very closely to what is being said. I want you to listen very carefully. To what the word of God is saying. I also want to caution you that many believe. Belief is an action word. Many believe, but they don't take action. The devil believes. 
Bible said the devil believes and tremble. He believes and tremble. He believes and he's fearful. But I found in listening to what others are saying, celebrities, politicians, other people that have names that you might know of that I don't, but they have a certain fame, certain ring to them. They don't fear God that way. They don't fear and tremble. Let us therefore fear, least a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Many have come and many have gone and they came up short when entering into his rest. They are restless, not restful. They have not entered into his rest. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. So they heard the word. But the, pre the word preached did not profit them. So everyone listening to the word of God, everyone that will hear the message today, maybe they're going through our archives, listening to messages previously. Maybe they're listening to someone else to preach the word. The Bible said, but the word preached did not profit them. I'm looking for prosperity this morning. I'm not looking for financial prosperity. I'm not looking for relationship prosperity. I'm looking for prosperity of my soul. My soul is in need. Your soul also is in need of some dividends. You know, you can put money in the bank and it draw interest. You can put it into an interest bearing account. You can, you know, invest in finances or you can put it in a regular savings account, which does not draw very much. But you're looking for some type of profit. I hope you are. I hope you're looking to prosper. It's a shame if you're not looking to prosper in the very thing that you are investing in. I'm investing time this morning. I got up, uh, went to bed with uh, my marching orders in my hand. I rose up with those same orders. I did not become sidetracked by anything that was occurring because I am looking to prosper in this very thing. And that is the preached word. The Bible says, but the word preached did not profit them. There's a reason why it did not profit those that heard the word. Some listening will prosper from the word this morning. There's those that are listening that may prosper later. And there are some that may not prosper at all. Just being real. 
The Bible said not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. The preached word was not mixed with faith. It's important that the word of God that you receive, that you mix it with faith, your faith. God has faith in his word. Uh, yes, he does. He has faith in his own word. You ought to have faith in the word of God. I have faith in his word. Even when my flesh tried to resist, I've learned to overcome my flesh. It's a day to day sacrifice. I was talking with the young man yesterday, Alex, my barber, and we were talking about the struggle of life, which occurs daily. There are some days the struggle is not as severe as others. But yet, Paul said, I crucify this flesh daily. So there is a battle that occurs throughout the day. Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we have believed, do enter into rest. And he said, as I have sown in my wrath, it shall, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. In other words, those that do not believe, those that are not profiting from the word of God, will not enter into his rest because of unbelief. Hebrews 11, excuse me, uh, let's start, let's go to 10, Hebrews 10. It says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. The word perdition itself, meaning uh, damnation. We're not drawn back into damnation. You know, some people, you, you hear about backsliders. Uh, maybe you have, uh, maybe you at one time backslid. In other words, you, you left the church. You left your responsibility of what uh, you were obligated to do. Maybe it was to just be a administrator. Uh, to be a healer, to be a prophet, to be uh, uh, the gift of knowledge or the gift of wisdom uh, to operate through you in the church. Maybe it was the interpretation of tongues uh, that you were to give an understanding to those that would hear the message that came through the tongues. But then you stopped. Maybe you were a songstress. But you stopped. Uh, maybe you were uh, the uh, Sunday school, but you stopped. You backslid. You, you turned your back on God. Uh, you came up with excuses. Uh, you used all type of things to justify why you were not going to function in that capacity. 
but we're not of them who draw back. But we're not drawing back. We're not laying our hands to the gospel plow and looking back. And we're not doing that. The Bible says that if you put your hands on the gospel plow and looking back, you're like a dog. And those of you that have dogs and, or maybe had a dog, you may have seen them throw up, vomit, and then go back and lick it up. The Bible compares us to when we put our hands to the gospel plow of being like a dog that threw up and then went back and sucked it up, licked it up. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. The most important thing that there is in this moment, right now, is your soul. There's nothing greater. You, you could win a lottery, as some did in Kern County and other places here in Southern California. They, they won a few million, you know, good for them. That's good. But if the soul, if their soul is not right with God, they're going to enjoy the money and then they're not going to enter into God's rest. It doesn't matter who say they were a good person. It doesn't matter. Nope, nope. It doesn't matter if your mama said, your daddy said. It doesn't matter if your brother, your sister, your friends say that you were a good person. Did God say you were good? Good and faithful servant. Now, only the good and faithful servant are those that believe. Those that believe the word of God. Hebrews 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. The elders. Uh, this umbrella statement, all of them that have been there, done that believe have obtained a good report through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear there's nothing that appear that's made anything Things which are seen were not made by things uh, which do appear. No. Let me, let me say that again. Through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things, things, I want you to think about things, things, those things, those things that people mold and make, those things that people hang around their neck, those things that people carry with them, those things that people put on a dashboard, those things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. By faith, Abel. By faith, Abel. We've heard of Cain and Abel. We've been in Genesis. Cain and Abel. 
We're still in Genesis, about the 15th chapter. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By faith, he did this. He understood what God wanted. Do you understand what God desires this morning? By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous. So Abel was righteous. God testifying of his gift. Can God testify of what you're doing this morning? Holy Ghost. Can God testify what you did yesterday? What about the day before? That tomorrow is not, is not here yet and may not come, but if it does, you'll, you'll deal with that. And yesterday is gone. You can't make changes, but can God testify? He testified and he has still testified of Abel's gift. Even though Abel is dead and by it, he being dead yet speaketh. What you did yesterday, does it pronounce? Does it say anything? Does it testify that God is pleased? By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Enoch met the Lord, walked with him, talked with him, nurtured a relationship with him for, uh, I believe it was about 300 years, the longevity of that day. And the Bible said was not found because God translated him. Before his translation, he had this testimony. Before God took him, before he exited out of time into eternity, he had a testimony. He had a story. You know, we talked about his story last week. History. You, you take the word history, you see his story is there. Well, Enoch's story said that he pleased God. But without faith, all of these able, Enoch, they have faith in God. Do you have faith in God this morning? But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you diligently? Are you seriously? Are you are you chasing after him? Are you longing for him? Are, are you diligently? You know, you've taken this to heart. Lord, I'm seeking you in spite of no matter how I might feel. No matter what I might be dealing with. It does not and it will not. I'm not going to allow it to stop me from seeking you. You're my all in all. You're it. Whether I understand how or why things are happening or going the way that they're going, I'm holding on to you. Hebrews 12 says, Wherefore seeing we are 
compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. There are a lot of witnesses. He says, let us, you and I, including himself, let us lay aside every weight. A weight is something that slows you down. A weight is something that takes away your momentum. Me and LG were out walking. He had his scooter. We were walking up a hill. He had enjoyed flying down the hill and he loved the, the, the hills that, and zooming, you know, leaving me. But as we began to walk up and I was picking up my pace walking up the hill, he would grab hold to my arm. He was weighing me down. He was slowing me down. I had to tell him, let go. You're messing up my momentum. Weights are things that slow you down when you would run faster. When you would be consistent. Weights are things that will, when you would float, you sink. Weights. Weights are good when you're scuba diving. And when you're trying to get to the bottom of something and you, you need some weight uh, to take you down. But it's not good when you're running for the Lord. Lay aside every weight. And now here's something different. And the sin. Which do so easily beset us. What sin? The sins you commit. A sin, transgression, something you know is wrong, but you do it anyway. Sin. I know that I should not be involved in this relationship, but I'm going to do it anyway. God understands. Uh, the heart wants what the heart wants. You know, we have a lot of different phrases, a lot of different things to try to justify what we want to do when we know that we should not be doing it the way we're doing the sin, which do it so, you know that person uh, that, mm -hmm, that you're talking to and the things that you're saying to them, it, you should not be saying. So let the meditation of my heart, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight, O oh Lord, my strength, my redeemer. I need that to, to be, mm hmm the sin which doeth so easily beset us. So sin takes us out the will of God. It takes us completely out of his will as long as that sin is allowed to exist. I am preaching. Oh, my God. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sin sets us apart from God. He goes on to say, and let us run with patience. The race that is set before us, you can see it. You know it exists. You know where the track of life is. You know the way. Let us run with patience. As me and the barber, Alex, was talking, I let him know that, that, that this is not a speed race. This is a marathon. You pace yourself. Don't don't try. You're not going to live safe for the next 10 years, uh, you know, in one day. It is a day 
by day. It is a step by step. And so we have to run with patience. While we're running with patience, we're looking at unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He endured the pain, the suffering, the shame, and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Now, I love this statement. I love this statement. It's set down on the right hand of the throne of God. And we'll come back to that. But for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your mind. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. None of us, none of us have resisted. Uh, there are those that, uh, because they had a Bible in their possession, were shot, thrown in jail, beat up on, molested in various ways because they would not denounce Christ. I, I haven't experienced that on that level. But there are those that have. Isaiah 7 and 9 says, and the head of Ephraim is Samaria. And the head of Samaria is Ramla, the son. If ye will not believe, this is what you want here. The Bible said, if ye will not believe, surely ye shall not be established. Some are wondering, why is it I hear the word of God, but I'm, I'm, if it's not mixed with faith, you will not be established. You want to be established. Now, the thought that was given is immutable faith. We're talking about immutable faith. The term immutable refers to unchanging or unchangeable, indisputable. Is your faith this morning, is your faith at this moment unchangeable? I hope and I pray that it is. Don't allow anyone to cause you to change your mind. God has not altered his word. He has not changed his course of action. People think and believe God has changed because they've changed. They believe God accepts any and everything that they accept. And that's not so. God does not accept sin. He's not going to change his mind about those things. If he did for one person, he would have to do it for all. Hell might as well become a paradise as it did on the that one instance. Listen to what I'm saying here. And somebody may catch this in that one instance where Jesus was talking to the thief on the cross. And he told the thief on the cross, he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus did not ascend. In that moment, when he gave up the ghost, he didn't go 
to heaven. The Bible didn't say that. He had already told his disciples that uh, like Jonah was in the whale's belly for three days, the son of man is going to be. The thief on the cross went down into the grave. And he heard the, the a continued message. Because the Bible tells us that Jesus went into the grave and preached to those that were sometime disobedient. There was a revival that went on in that moment. The grave. The grave became a paradise in that moment. And he preached to those that was sometime disobedient. That's where the thief went to. And the Bible said that there were those that got up out the grave. They heard the word. They believed the word. We're not going to stay here. You go back and read it some more. And they got up. God has not changed. Society has changed. But not God. Your friends and associates may have changed but not God. Malachi 3, 6 verse says, for I am the Lord, I change not. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, for Jesus, the same yesterday and today and forever, he's the same. God hasn't changed. His word has not changed. Just like God has not changed and uh, he will not, his will has not changed, neither should your faith in him. Mark 13 and, and 31 says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. His word is not gonna change. And the, the psalmist says that his, his name, his word is held even at a higher esteem than his name. Now, the name of Jesus is given to us for salvation. Uh, that's Matthews 1 and 21. The name of Jesus, there's, uh, I believe it's Acts 4 and 12, uh, Bible students. And, and so the Bible said there is no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. No other name. That's the name that has been given for salvation. A name. Not a title. A title is descriptive of who we are, our characteristics, our abilities. But the name is what we're called by. When you go to work, they don't call you mechanic. Hey, mechanic. They don't call you father. Hey, father. They call you by your name. Once they know your name, that's what you are addressed by. Jesus said, I come in my father's name. And we know that name is Jesus. Our confidence is in his word. Now that name is not gonna last forever. Listen, our confidence is in his word. His word is immutable. It is not going to change. It cannot be disputed. It is faultless. God's word is faultless. Uh, if you don't get to understand his word is faultless and it works for you. 
The writer of Hebrew wanted the readers to know, uh, he, he wanted us to understand that we can trust, that we can live by the word of God. Now the just shall live by faith, you the righteous, you that are striving to do what is right. You might have slipped up, you might have, uh, I'll go ahead and use that, you, you might have did something that you knew was, was wrong, but and I, I'm, I'm not justifying that it, it wasn't that it wasn't wrong. But he said, if a righteous man, if a righteous man should fall seven times, God would restore him. You've done everything else right, but this one, you did something that you knew was not, God said he would restore you. The just, you, the just, he's talking about you. It's not talking about somebody that you have elevated, that you put on a pedestal and felt that, well, they're more righteous than me. No, he's talking about you. That God called those things that are not as though they were. And we look at ourselves and say, well, I'm not there yet. And God look at us and say, yes, you are. I told you I was preaching this morning. He looks at you. He looked at you and call you righteous. It doesn't matter what no one else says. What matters is what God says. If any man draw back, my spirit shall have no pleasure in him. So don't, don't draw back. Don't, stay, don't take a step back and say, well, I'm not worthy or no, I, I'm struggling and I just can't have, no, yes, you can. You can have faith in God. Have faith in God. Saints, have faith in God. Sinners, those that say, well, I'm a sinner and I can't. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Your relationship depends on trust. I'm talking your natural relationship depends on trust. Your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your friend, I don't know, am I missing it? whatever you may call them in your life. It involves an element of trust, faith, confidence that you both share or that the family shares. But you don't trust them or have unresolved issues. It's the reason that Trust may not be there. What's unresolved this morning? What is it that you're dealing with that you cannot put or that you're refusing to place the confidence in God? It cracks the relationship in the natural and it put cracks in the relationship in the spirit. You know, we, we see that, you've seen it on TV, maybe you've even experienced it yourself, where someone is picking up your cell phone, him or her, to look at the text messages, to flip through your phone. You know, we can do that pretty quickly now. The phones are pretty uh, agile and we can just scroll through things and, and see real quickly what we're trying to see. Or maybe you question why um, they walked outside why didn't they stay inside and you being nosy? You, you don't need to ear hustle on someone else's conversation. If they want you to know, they will share with you. Hey, 
I, I went outside because my conversation was getting heated and I didn't want uh, to, to bring that in your presence. Allow them the chance to tell you if they want to share. But don't get upset because they walked away when the phone rung. Distrust. Cracks in the relationship. You could be questioning a good person and chasing them away. You didn't call. You didn't text. You didn't sex me. Or whatever you're doing. What happened is 301 and I didn't hear from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sexing. It's all right to you, your wife, your husband, flirting, you know, whatever your that your spouse that you're married to during we'll leave it there flirt you engage you're not gonna stop flirting you're not gonna stop once you uh make your wedding vows but you're gonna have confidence in one another and you're gonna be faithful to one another god expects a nurturing relationship and it involves what we call faith he depends on you trusting him, having confidence in him, faith in him. He's not looking for cracks in the relationship. And those few that he found, he knows how to seal them up because we brought some things. We brought some baggage into the relationship. Yes, we have. And God has sealed up many cracks. We, we've been, we're like, uh, clay in the potter's hand. If you have ever worked with pottery, you'll sometimes take the the molding that you're being worked on. You you've added some water to it, and you're smoothing, and you're you got it spinning on the wheel, and it, it's a little warped, you know. And and so therefore you will uh, mash it back up, and you'll do it over again. God has done that with us. He's done that with us to make us better. So that when we're put into the oven, that we don't crack and break, but that we become a honor, a vessel of honor. And it takes time, but it's doable. Let's have faith in God. He depends on us trusting him, having confidence in Yes. Did you text God this morning? Did you tell him, did you send him a, a OMW, I'm on my way? Did you call him today? I just I just called to say I love you. You're on my mind. I'm on my way. Where is the intimacy that God is expecting? The Bible said God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That is intimate. Everyone can praise God. Let everything that have breath praise you, the Lord. But everyone don't worship God. Worship takes you to a place that is different. It causes you to acknowledge his sovereignty. It causes you to say that he is all that you desire, that you are, uh, that you're hungry for him, that you're thirsty for him. That, that your your heart is with every heartbeat you, you begin to talk and say those things that you know that you say in, in that moment of intimacy 
We're not of a drawback spirit. We're not of damnation, hell, condemnation. We're not unbelievers, but we believe in you, Lord. We believe in him. The Bible goes on to tell us that in this moment, said so now faith is the substance of things. So in this moment, right now, in this moment, many things, many things can occur in this moment. I'm talking about right now. Right now, in this moment, my, my time is, is 9.46 a.m. In this moment, I'm talking about right now. Many things can occur. Your faith right now can impact the next few minutes, can impact and bring about a different outcome. As long as what we're asking lines up with the will of God. It, it, I have to stress that because many ask for things, but it don't line up with the will of God. We make declarations, but it does not line up with the will of God. No, we, we're talking about those things that line up with the will of God. I would that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. That is the will of God. Many things can occur in this moment. I want you to put something on your mind. And we're not talking about forcing someone else's will. I'm talking about what you need, your need. Uh, this is me time. When you come to church, it's me time. The Bible tells us that that love, that 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 charity begins at home and then is spread abroad. So let's look right now talking about me, yourself. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the me and my house, your house right now. You as an individual and everyone will be impacted. By your faith. They'll be impacted by. What they see administered by your faith in God. Right now, this me time, this is this is the moment right now. Now, faith is right now. This is a changing moment. This is a game changer right now. This changes the whole storyline. Bless you, Jesus. Mm. Mighty God. This, this, this changes everything. Yes, there's a change that is occurring for some right now. Those that you're getting it, you're getting it. There is a change that is occurring right now. Uh, the storyline is, is rewritten because of your faith in God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. The elders, the elders, bishops, pastors, deacons, mothers, those that have grown to know the, a, a good report is being made a report, a report, a, a report. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of reports. There are a lot of books. There are a lot of testimony. There's a good report that is being made right now. Thank you, Savior. 
Thank you, Jesus. But it and it's not limited to the elders because there are some young folks that are mature in their thinking, in their growth, and they walk with Christ. And they also are obtaining a good report because of their faith in God. You've known him and you've not and will not surrender because your faith is immutable. It's not gonna change. It's not gonna change. It doesn't matter, you may have known him for a day, you may have known him for a week or for a year, your faith is not changing in him. John writes to the church and he says, I write unto you little children because your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. They're forgiven for his namesake. It wasn't that we're so great, we're so good, you know, we did everything right. We crossed every T, dotted every I. You, you ever write some notes, take notes in class, you students? And, you know, I was sitting in the bookstore and I was writing some notes on some uh, some uh, technology, some platforms. And sometimes I look back at my notes and I, and I see where I understood what I wrote. But I, I may not have crossed the T where if someone else was reading it, they didn't they wouldn't have known it was a T. I may not have dotted the I. And most of the time I write in uppercase because I was taught to do that in writing reports many years ago. But sometimes we don't cross our T's and we don't hit our I's. But for his namesake, he's crossed the T's and dotted the I's for us. I write unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the father. I've written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. You young men, you're strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. You've overcome external influences you're overcoming internal influences you're overcoming that which is wicked we're overcoming the bible tells us that we overcome evil with good of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth of the heavens are the works of thy hands they shall perish but they Thou shalt endure, yea, all of them have waxed old like a garment. As a vesture, vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years have no end. Psalmist is giving God praise for his, for being immutable. God is immutable, and our faith in him can be immutable because he is not going to change. Abel offered a sacrifice unto God because he knew how great God was. And his sacrifice has a testimony and is still speaking out even in this moment. Enoch's testimony is still speaking out even in this moment as a witness for us that if we follow their example, 
we also will have a testimony that speaks out on our behalf. God testified on their behalf. He will testify on your behalf as well. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. We're not living in the realm of impossibility. We're living where things are possible. With God, all things are possible. No matter how you claim a belief, religion, denomination, non-denomination, whatever, have faith in God, sovereign God, not images, not things made with hand, but in God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We're compassed about with a great cloud of witness. Abel, Ena, your pastor, certainly this shepherd, said, let us lay aside every weight. That's all of us. Every sin, which that's all of us. Said it, leave, let it go, leave it alone. Let us run with patience, the race that is set before us. Let's keep our eyes on the prize who for the joy that was set before him, the prize, Christ, endured the cross and is set down on the, on the right hand of God, the sacrifice that the high priest would go in and make. They had to do it every year. They themselves had to remain sinless to go into the Holy of Holies and make a sacrifice. But that's been done away with. The sacrifice that had been slain before the foundation of the world is yet in the presence of God for each of us, for you and I. So we, we can have confidence. But understand something, that if you believe not, you won't be established. You want to be established. So believe. You, those that hear the word, Remember, Hebrews said that it didn't benefit them because they didn't believe it wasn't mixed with faith. But this morning, the, the word has been preached, it's been exhorted, it's been expounded upon. And it has to be mixed with faith. It, we used to buy Kool-Aid, maybe you still buy Kool-Aid, and, and you mix it with water. And you pour some sugar in it if it don't already have uh, sugar mixed in it, grape Kool-Aid with some lemonade, and some chicken. Listen, and you mix it with water. Or, or we used to buy Minute Maid. Some of you may still buy Minute Maid, frozen, consecrated juice. And you would put it in a pitcher and add water and, and stir to make a drink out of it. And there are other forms and drinks that have been uh, added as well for you to drink and enjoy. The word of God is to be mixed with faith in order for us to prosper in it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your kindness. We thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for what has been exhorted this morning in the presence of your people and those that will be listening later. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless them uh, that have tuned in to your word 
Lord God, for the feeding of their soul. They want to live according to your will. They want to be found in your word that they may live in it. Lord God, thank you. Thank you for stirring our hearts up. Thank you, Lord God, for fortifying us. Lord Jesus, we bless you for giving us what you would have for us to receive on this day in this hour. We know that your word is going to carry us. We know that your word is going to sanctify us. We're washed by your word. We know, Lord God, we're cleansed by your word. Everything we need is found in your word. And we can govern ourselves by what you have said. Your word makes a difference and has made the difference in our lives. Lord God, we thank you. I ask that you would continue to bless us, Lord, as we continue to live, as we continue to exercise faith in you. Lord Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name the praise. We're going to be careful to give you the glory. We're going to magnify you above everything. As these blessings in Jesus' name, amen. Listen again, if you're looking for a church home, growth ministry, we want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. Uh, visit ConnectingTruth.org, ConnectingTruth.org. If you have a prayer request, if you have a question about scripture, something that you've heard, uh, maybe you want to share a testimony. Your prayers will be responded to. Your questions will be answered on the air. We love to share your testimony and words of encouragement as well. Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. God bless you. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.